Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Robin Hinkle, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. A reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 15. Soon afterward, he went on through one town and village after another, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, as well as some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, and Susanna, and many others who ministered them out of their own resources. When a large crowd was gathering as people were coming to him from town after town, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, Some fell on a path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock, and as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, If you have ears to hear, then hear. Then his disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but to others I speak in parables, so that looking they may not perceive, and hearing they may not understand. Now this is the parable. The seed is the word of God. The ones on the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. The ones are the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe only for a while, and in a time of testing, fall away. As for what falls among the thorns, these are the ones who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil... These are the ones who, when they hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with endurance. Here ends the reading. Today we have as our gospel the parable of the sower. A farmer goes out and sows seeds, and some of it falls on good ground, and some in weeds, and some on rocks. And depending on where it falls, it either sprouts up into abundant fruits and vegetables, or it dies among the weeds, or it dries up on the rocks. For some reason, the disciples do not understand this parable, so Jesus spells it out for them. What Jesus wants us each to think about is, have you let the seed of him, the word, his spirit, to live and grow in you? Jesus often used the image of seeds, growth, and gardens, because it was an easy image for his audiences to understand and that continues today. Like many of you, I have a garden that I planted, and as we know, in order to get any fruit, we need to have a minimum of two things, rain and sunshine. 
those of you who have a garden or yard know that after a good rain over days, our yards and gardens turn into jungles that need to be trimmed and weeded, and our fruits and vegetables pop into being. But to get ripe fruits and vegetables, you also have to have sunshine. That is the case for spiritual growth as well. God uses the rainy days, the thunderstorms, and the sunshine of our lives to help us grow in our life of faith. To carry the garden analogy forward, our Lord expects us to tend to our gardens. The sower sows the word, but pay attention, it is we who determine the outcome. It is what we do with the word to prepare for and tend to the seeds that are sown that determines the growth, and it can be a lot of work. But the more we do it, the better we get. When I was a child, I remember planting those first seeds in a garden, carrots and radishes, and I could not wait to pull out the carrots. If you think about it, we begin the garden of our faith tilling the soil of our hearts as children, learning our prayers, learning to share, learning that we are not supposed to fight with our brothers and sisters. But God expects us to grow in faith and tend our heart soil beyond those years. We get a lot of help at first, but then steadily we are allowed to grow so that when we are teens, we begin to test our own soil to make our own choices. Do we actually go to the movies like we say, or are we going out with the crowd that is drinking and whatnot? Do we help others, or do we join the crowd making fun of them? And then, as we get older, it is our responsibility to carry on our prayers, our choices, our disciplines of faith, our daily decisions that mirror God's ways, or not. Intending a garden, the more you do it, the better you get you start to know the difference between weeds and the plants. You learn about worms and fertilizer. You learn about pruning, cutting off the dead parts so that new growth can occur. That is what it is like when we live a proactive life of faith, tending our lives with the spiritual disciplines of prayer, coming to church, making every day God-willed choices. We get better at spotting our sins, learning to pull them out by the roots, We learn to avoid the worms, those yucky sins that eat away our insides, dishonesty, lies, and betrayals. We begin to understand that God can use even the manure of our life to make our life more abundant when we trust Him to do so. He uses your well-tended soil to bring out fruit in abundance. You become a place that attracts others, filled with beauty and the bushels of fruit that begin to arrive, which you share. Because in the end, God wants us all to be master gardeners, raising up our children and grandchildren and all whose lives we touch in his ways and his teaching, where we join him in sowing the word of the kingdom of heaven for harvests in the future. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life. 
Grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that we may steadfastly follow his steps in the way that leads to life eternal. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.